Don't be worried about what we be doing, what we doing, making money. What they doing, hating on us if they want it, take it from me. What the mother niggas doing, I don't know, cause I don't stone them. Mind my business, on my mama, fuck a nigga, I'm coming. Big booty. That's my shit right now. Uh, Welcome to another episode of Talk That Talk. I know it's been a long minute, bro. And I'm like... On the drive here, I was thinking about, like, damn, it's been a long time. And that's a lot of time to, uh, to like, talk through. But I'm going to try my best. Also, I very well may cry in this episode. And I ain't going to edit it out. Because we're going to be real. You feel me? So, um, we stopped this show two, maybe almost two years ago. If not more. I don't really remember. Uh, I just and I've also recorded a comeback episode like four times and uh, I don't know I like I think I got so caught up in waiting for it to be perfect and like wanting um and wanting wanting to bring the show back and like make it bigger and better than ever but I remember when I started the show I literally found the studio on the internet showed up to some guy's house knocked on the door in the middle of Chicago knocked on the door. He didn't answer. I was going to walk away, and then I was like, let me knock one more time. And I knocked one more time, he came and got the door. And that's how the show started. Literally, in the mid, like, 7, 8, 9 o'clock at night, walked up to some random house for some guy that I that I found on the internet because he had a studio in his house. I didn't know it was going to be in his house, but um, the moral of the story is it ain't never going to be perfect. And I just kept seeing shit that was like, if you're going to wait for it to be perfect, it ain't never going to happen. So... You just need to do it. Stop talking about it. Stop stop planning for it. Just do it, you know. So that's that's how we ended up uh, here today. Um, uh, so we started the show like two years ago, um, March of 2021, 2021, I think. Uh, I think me and my sister talked about it on the show. We were planning to move. We were, like, a few months away from moving. We were, like, halfway making plans to go down there and find, like, an apartment. We were already applying for jobs to move to Texas. And um, and then we get we get a group text that say we need and And I can't tell, like, certain parts of the story because I didn't ask if it was cool to tell it. So this is very a general conversation. Um, we get a text that we need to have a family meeting. The last time we had family meeting, we found out our sixteen-year-old sister is pregnant. So, that's we only have serious meeting. We only have family meetings about serious shit. So we go to my brother's house. It's me. Uh, it's me, my sister, my brother. My dad came. My mom couldn't come because she was just too nervous. She was too anxious, and I don't remember. I don't remember if my other brother was there. Shit, I don't remember. But. Long story short, we get told that my brother has cancer, and it's serious, and my dad, like, I've only seen my dad cry a couple times, literally, like, less than five times in my life, and he just started crying. He's like, how am I going to tell your mama this? How am how, how, how I supposed to bring this back to your mama? My parents have been together almost 30-some years at this point, so, um, and they've been through a lot, so that I was like, damn. And then, like, after he left, uh, we we talked about it a little bit more. We um, my brother was hopeful. He was fine, you know. So we were all hopeful. We was like, we don't know how bad it is, so let's just wait 
until we know how bad it is before we start thinking the automatic worse, you know. And I think soon after that, we find out it was really motherfucking bad. Really bad. Very rare. Really fucking bad. And then, you know, all the normal things, chemo. And then we, like, somewhere in there we found out, like, the chemo wasn't getting any better. And then we found these, I say we as a family, but it was mostly him and his wife and their doctor. Um, They find a specialist in New York, because whatever, whatever form of cancer he had, I don't know what it is. When people ask me, I say he had mesothemioma, but I, I know that's not true. <laughs> but whatever it is, whatever version they thought he had the first time after some retesting or whatever, they find out he has, like, some super rare cancer that's normally only found in, like, children and teenagers, so that for him to have it in his 30s was, like, crazy. So they end up... This is like, damn, what was this? I want to say it was cold outside. So, like, towards the end of last year, maybe. Shit, I don't know, man. My time's all fucked up. But they end up going to New York. They go a week before I go because at first it was going to be me and my sister going out there. But... My sister and my brother have always been closer than me and him have, um, which is something I always was playing hating on. Um, but I felt like Chelsea needed the support more, and I feel like I'm closer to Chelsea than my Chelsea and, and Brianna are. So that was my main reason for going, was just, like, making sure she felt supported because the surgery was supposed to be, like, a super long surgery. So I get there, then I fly to New York, and I get there, like, 10, 11 at night. And the Ubers from JFK were, like, too much. I don't give a fuck. It was, it was too much. It was down there $100. I was like, who the fuck can I pay $100? So I'm like, shit, I got me a, I got me a, a fucking train, what, what, a subway card. I'm walking, I'm walking on the bus and shit. I'm going, to, I'm going to find a bus. I'm like, yeah, I'm about to take the subway. And they were like, they was like, Brittany, you shouldn't do that. Um, just, just, I'll just pay for the Uber, la, la, la. I'm like, okay, if y'all going to pay for it, then fine. But otherwise... Y'all, I'm getting on the subway, nigga. I don't care what y'all talking about. So then I get there, and the next morning, we got to be out early as fuck. I think we had to leave at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning. And uh, that could be wrong, too. Shit, I don't know. But we get out, and then we got to go to the hospital. This is, like, some super bougie-ass. This is, like, grazing at the hospital. They feel Grey's Anatomy at. That's what this shit is like. I'm like, okay, bet. So we go, they get my brother all checked in. Me and Chelsea, I think they let us leave our shit there, like all our bags. I only came with a backpack. But I think my brother and them got to leave all their bags there. Because um, he was supposed to stay in the hospital for like weeks. Essentially, they cut that nigga from his, the top of his rib cage to past his belly button. He had a scar on his stomach like he um like he got shot with a 12-gauge. Um, so we go and explore the town that day. We end up in Times Square. Where else? Where else we go? Shit, I don't remember. Shit, that might have been it. I don't know. But we end up walking around exploring shit, finding shit. And then they call us. The nurse is calling Chelsea like every two hours because it's supposed to be like an eight, ten hours long surgery. The nurse is calling Chelsea like every two hours to give her an update. And uh, they finished the surgery early. And everything went great, beautiful. And then there was like, there was some drama. But I was supposed to fly out the next morning. And I felt so bad at the airport and missed my flight. 
I ended up like four hours late to work because I, I don't know why I got this bad habit of like whenever I travel somewhere, I go to work the next day or same day. When we went to Hawaii, we landed. I had work 30 minutes later. Like, I have, I don't know why I do that shit, but whatever. Um, but surgery went as planned, and then they were supposed to stay there for, like, depending on how he was healing up, they were supposed to stay there for, like, weeks. This nigga crazy. He started, <laughs> they was like, well, we can't release you until you start walking, until you start, until you start doing this, this, and this. That nigga was doing that shit, like, three days later. He was ready to go, bro. And, um, yeah, it had to be, because, yeah, it was around Christmas. Yeah, it was around Christmas. Okay. Um, and he came, they came home. Everything was normal. Everything was fine. Then I think they found out, like, whatever form of chemo they were giving him wasn't working. So they had to give him, like, two forms of chemo. And the whole time, pretty much the whole time for, the, like, the year and some change, he was, he was, he was sick. He was um. He was still working. He was still like going to the gym. He was still active. I would go over there. He'd be cleaning the house and shit. But I think like, okay, I don't, I want to rush the story. But um, okay, so they started giving him two forms of chemo, and then they stopped giving him chemo to give him radiation, and that shit blew up. It spread everywhere, and they started another GoFundMe, and he said. He told he put in the group that he said, um, he said, CJ about to start another group, uh, another GoFundMe, but I want y'all to know before the GoFundMe go out that like it's not looking good, like it's spread everywhere. And we was like, fuck. I was at work and I got that text. I had to go in the cooler and cry. Um So they stopped giving they stopped giving him chemo for like two weeks to give him radiation or some shit. And after that it went crazy. And um and and then I get uh, I I could I could kind of tell it was getting worse, you know what I'm saying? So like, he would call me or text me. And tell me to come over there. So I started coming around more. Talk all the time. Took him on the ride. It's like a week before he ended up in the hospital, but um, when I got that text, come over there. I knew when my soul was bad, and uh, they told me. And if I'm not allowed to tell this part, Chelsea, I'm so sorry. I should have asked before I came up here talking all this shit. Um, that essentially like. There was nothing else they could do for him. That they didn't think he was gonna make it to the new year. And I'm like, okay. If that's the time we got, that's the time we got, you know. <laughs> and I cry about it now, but like I never unless like something happened, I never I never cried about it while he was still here, you know? Cause I remember when he got admitted to the hospital to start chemo and shit. Brandon, <coughs> Brandon had been with him the whole day, and she was like semi fine, you know. But she started crying, and anytime people cry around me, I cry. So she crying, I start crying. He said, "You better not, nigga." 
fuck wrong with you? You get to cuss me out in the in the uh, in the in the lobby. Then he like, uh, and I said this part of his funeral, like the love he had for Chelsea and them kids, bro. I think that's the only reason he last he lasted as long as he did. Um, he was like. I think I think me and Brianna both said like, damn, I wish I wish I wish it was the one of us, you know what I'm saying? And he just told us he was like, he was like, um, y'all, Chelsea gonna need y'all, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all make sure y'all there for her. She ain't gonna ask for help, but she gonna need it, you know what I'm saying? Like, take care of her, take care of my kids. We told him we got you, man. And um. So then I started, like, after they told us that, like, I started coming around more. He started calling me over there. And I, and I, the only reason I ain't come around more is that, because, like, I'm one of them niggas, like, you got to tell me to leave. Otherwise, I'm just going to hang out. You hear me? Like, and I don't, I don't want to overstay my welcome because I hate when a motherfucker don't know when to leave. So, like, I don't know. That, that shit always just, like, bothered me. Like, I don't want to be bothering nobody. And, like, I spent most of my adult life living with Chelsea and my brother, you know? So that's home for me, so I'm always gonna overstay, you feel me? So like, I don't know, that shit used to be, that shit used to be in my mind and then like and then like he was on so many medications before uh toward, towards the end, man. His eyes used to be always wide open. That shit used to freak me out. I had to tell Rihanna, like, man, I feel bad for saying this, but that shit that shit creased me out, bro. And then so after after they told us that, like I started coming over more, we started talking about life. And then, like, I think he always knew. Because come to find out, like, he was making videos and shit for the kids. I don't know if I was supposed to tear the park. Again, Chelsea, I'm so sorry. Damn. And, um, so then, like, I want to say the beginning of June. Like, before that, he started, he started... He started not knowing what the fuck was going on, and he started being a bit delusional, you know what I'm saying? Um, and he couldn't eat. He was always sweating. And towards, like, the first week of June, Chelsea texted him, like, uh, y'all at work. I just had to call I just had to call 911 to come get y'all brother. I forget what she said. But I'm like, fuck. So, um... I'm at work. I'm starting to lose a little bit. I had to tell my boss, like, hey, this was happening. You know what I'm saying? I might have to leave. And Chester was like, no, he's fine for now. They're they're seeing what they can do about his pain and his appetite. And, like, he has a lot of water on him. So they're trying to see how they can get the water, like, all the water off him. So over, the, over like, the next, like, week, I don't even think he was in there for a week. Over over the next whatever time, they, we was all taking turns sleeping at the hospital. More so, Chelsea and my sister. You know, they was Chelsea was up there every day, bro. God bless her, man. Cause the one day I stayed up there, the day the day before, oh my God, I was in there tripping. I was struggling hard as fuck, and it sounds real selfish to be like that. You know what I'm saying? So, and I, at some point, I went to text Chelsea like, I cannot do this, bro. Cause like he'll argue what you get out of bed. He delusional. He don't really know what he what he doing. 
they make him they make him drink this shit. They trying to force him to eat. He he can't he won't do none of it. And like my brother, when he say what he say, he mean what he say. He ain't fucking around, you know. And man, I just remember like even his even in his delusion, he like he had to drink this shit so he can pee some of the water weight off. So he like take a picture of that and send it to Chelsea. So uh, so Chelsea know I drank it. And I got, I think I got one of the last photos of him because he's sitting in the chair. He's trying to smile. And he, like, send this to Chelsea so she could stop worrying, you know. And then I think, I think the next day, Chelsea called him and was like, y'all need to come to the hospital. I think Brianna was like, I can't come right now. What's up? She's like, y'all need to get here now. I instantly tell my boss, hey, I got to go. She's like, okay, give me two minutes. She come back there. I throw all my shit on. I leave. I get there. I'm the first person. I think her family is already there, but I'm the first one from our family. I call I call my brother, my other brother from the parking lot. I'm like, "Where you at?" He like, "Um, he like I'm at home." I said, "Well, you need to get to the hospital now." He like, he said something. He said some shit, some shit like, "Uh, I need a ride or something." I just start crying, bro. I don't think I ever cried in front of him. I just start crying, bro. I'm like, "I I need you up here now, bro." He like, "Okay, hang up." I had to text or call my daddy, like, um, you and mama need to get up here now. He called me. He like, he like I was already on the way, so now I got to turn around and go get your mama. He like, he said something. I said, no, nah, y'all just need to come up here right now. So I get there. Chelsea already crying in the, ho- in the hallway. I already know what time it is. She like, ain't nothing that they can do for him. She like, they moving in the hospice, so he isn't going to be in the hospice here or at the house. And I'm like, I'm like, okay. She's like, I know he would want to be home with the kids and comfortable in his own house. And I'm like, I just told her, like, could you live in that house if he died there? She's like, no. I'm like, then don't do that, bro. Let him let him be here, you know, because, like, y'all worked your whole life. Y'all, y'all been, man, y'all worked your whole life to get these kids this life that they have. Don't, don't, don't take their home from them, you feel me? So she's like, yeah, you're right. Then uh, his best friend, Marcus. My brother and Marcus, they've been friends since um, since high school. So, and I know, like, I know that's his brother, you know. Marcus, when my daddy kicked all of us out the house, well, he didn't kick us out the house. He called us upstairs. He said, when you going to be out? When you going to be out? When you going to be out? We all gave him a time. He said, well, if you ain't out by that time, I'm putting all your shit outside. So, I was gone. I, I left first. Then my brother and Chelsea moved in with Marcus and his wife. And his kids at the time, and um, I just know they've been they've been inseparable. You feel me? So like, he helped my he helped my brother teach him how to be a man. He taught him how to be a dad. You know what I'm saying? Taught him how to be, cause him and Marcus, that's like a twin flame kind of shit right there. Like, I know that's his dog. So I'm like, man. And Marcus had just moved. So I'm like, I'm like, you tell Marcus. He she like I've been trying, but I think it's phone off because he at work. I'm like, all right, for sure. Um. So we go in there. He's still he's still delusion. He like um he looked the same as he did the day before. Like he he was out of it. Um he's still fighting to get out of bed, still fighting to be comfortable, still fighting to breathe. He could never breathe either. Um so then after everybody get there, I, I told my family because Chelsea couldn't tell him. So I'm telling him. Um that Ain't nothing he can do for him. It's a matter of time right now. And um, I remember I remember my mama crying with Chelsea. 
Chelsea just kept trying, kept saying like, "I'm sorry, I'm so sorry," because that's my mama firstborn, and he wrote that shit to the end, nigga. God damn, anything he did, he would literally like. I remember like birthday cards, we would all sign it. He would sign his name across all of ours, or he would sign it first, and he would fill up the whole fucking card so we had nowhere to sign. And like, my mama rode to die for that nigga right there, like. I know she, <clears throat> I know she loved us, but she, the love she had for that nigga was different, you know. So then they move him, they move him upstairs, and at this point, he's like, he's like out of it, bro. He's just like breathing heavy out of his mouth, and everybody's just getting around, telling him like, "I love you, la la la." I start texting everybody. I started, my daddy is particularly close with one of my aunts and she the only one I like. And she like, he like hella close to her, her kids too. So I'm texting her. I'm like, Hey, I don't know how soon y'all can get here, but gas, gas ain't going to make it. It could be right now. It could be a day from now. It could be a week from now, but he going to need y'all bro. So however soon y'all can get here. And I start texting my aunt and my uncle on my mama's side. Like, Cause I don't really fool with too, I don't really fool with too many hurt people. So I'm texting them like, "Hey, it's not looking good. Um, I don't know how. Cause they were already planning. Cause he died June 6th. His birthday is June 13th. So he died a week before his birthday. They were already planning on coming here for his birthday. So I'm like, I'm like, I don't know how soon y'all can get here, but my mama gonna need y'all. You feel me? Like I need y'all to get here. And the reception in the, in the hospital shitty, so my uncle blowing my phone up. This is the same nigga. Like, if you text him, he going to cuss you out. Like, fuck you text me for it. Call me if you got something to talk about. So he trying to call me, but I can't fucking answer it. <laughs> and then, uh, so, like, he using talk to text. So, like, some of his messages fucked up. So I'm trying to tell him, like, uh, yeah, it's bad. You feel me? And then the nurse, she was trying to give him, like, morphine or something to so he could, like, calm down. Because he was breathing real heavy and, like, he was clearly, I think he was in pain, you know. And um, um, she couldn't, she couldn't find a vein. Then they called up this other dude who never came because uh, she, couldn't, she couldn't hit the vein. And um, being, in that, being in that room and watching him die, bro, that's some wild-ass shit. I don't, I don't want to get too graphic for y'all, you feel me, but. I don't know. It was wild, and that was like, that was. A, I think that was. That that might have been one of the first time all my nieces and nephews was together. And I don't know, bro. Like when we walked out the hospital after they pronounced him. Ah oh, man, you know how I feel when you know it's a big ass storm coming. And the wind blowing real hard, like on I don't I don't even know how to describe it, bro. But it was wild as fuck. Then we all went home. Then the next day, Chelsea posted about it. So I posted about it because I didn't want nobody asking me what happened. So I posted about it instantly. That that got my phone going crazy. Um and I remember the next day, me and my sister was up. We went to check on my mama, daddy. Meant to go check on my brother, but I think he was I think he was out. My sister was in jail, so couldn't go check on her. Um, and like we went inside at the house with Chelsea. And this and this is what I was telling them. This is what I was telling them. Like, 
this either when he died or like around the time of his funeral was like this the easy part. You feel me? When everybody, when everybody's showing up, everybody's showing love. Everybody like, oh, if you need something, call me. Let me know. Blah blah blah. When everybody's all around, this the easy part. When everybody goes back to their normal life, and we have to figure out how the fuck to keep it going. That's gonna be some shit. And sweet baby Jesus, was I right, boy? Um. So I remember at the funeral, I posted like. Man, even writing his obituary was wild. Me, him, me, Chelsea, and my sister wrote his obituary, and that was wild. And I, I wanted to make sure Marcus was in there as a brother, not as a friend, not as a best friend, as a brother, because I know that's what my brother would have wanted. Because if he loved you, he didn't care who knew. You feel me? Like he, if my brother had love for you at any cost, he was he was gonna make sure everybody knew how he felt about you. So. I want I wanted Marcus to know that. Um, and mind you, me and Marcus are not close. I've been cussing that man out since 2008. Every time I see you, man, fuck you. <laughs> Just out the strength of him being my brother friend, you know what I'm saying? But Marcus, he always he always was graceful and respectful, you know, like even when he come to our house, cause he him and him and his him and his family lived down the street from me, from us when we all lived in my mama's house. So it was always they was always either at each other's house, you know what I'm saying? So Marcus was always nice to me, no matter how many times I cussed his ass out, you know? So um, so I, I remember I posted, I posted right before the funeral that I did not want none of my friends at the funeral because, like, even before this, I, um, I like, so when I started having friends, people started telling me how, how guarded I was and how I wouldn't let nobody in. So I said, like, at some point, I just started telling all my business. You feel me? I like I just started telling everything, and that shit has always felt so unsafe to me. So over like the like a few months before my brother had died, I I like started going back to who I was. You know, like keeping some shit to myself because, bro, everybody don't need to know everything about you. You feel me? So like, if I if like I'm planning something or like I'm going through something or something like that, like I just started keeping to myself because it's weird to tell all your business like that. Um. So like, damn, what's up going with that story? Um, so right before the funeral, I had already not been talking to nobody like that for real, because Justin had just started school, and like we had got on such a routine of just me and him, you know. Um, that like, that was that was like the only sense of like normalcy in my life. So like, he he, also in the same year. Like, we took, so he got sick. I don't even remember when he got sick, bro. But last year, June, July, we t- we all, as a whole family, took a trip. Well, I want to say as a whole family because Lil Boy and Beyonce wasn't there, but all the rest of us, even my parents, my dad, who's never flown before, and my mom, who's not flown in almost 30 years, we all went to Florida with Chelsea, her parents, her brother, his wife, and all the kids. And all stayed in the same Airbnb house. And um, I remember we, we, okay, so when we went down there, we thought everybody was all going to be doing this shit together. It's going to be one big happy family type shit. It was not. Um, It's like my brother Chelsea and her parents and her family all would get up and go do shit and, like, not even, like, give us the opportunity to participate. So we was ready to go. We was already looking at flights and, like, taking a rental car back, all this other shit. And then my brother, he felt the vibe. He said, he said something. He said, we got a problem. 
I'm like, shit, you trying to, what you talking about? He told me, because I got an anger management problem, so I'll be trying to keep the peace. I'll be trying. Uh, <laughs> so I'm, try, I'm like, what you talking about? He like, he like, no, nah, because clearly we got a problem, so what? So what's up? I'm like, and I, man, I want to say, I think my mom and daddy was around, because I was like, man, I don't know who you talking to, bro, but you watch, watch how you talk to me type shit. And then I got up and walked away, and then he came he came and found me and Brianna, and he was like, he's like, I'm trying to create these memories for my kids because I don't know if I'm going to ever do this again and blah, 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 blah. We all crying at this point. We all crying at this point, so me and Brandon quickly shut the fuck up, because, like, that's a man right there, bro, you know? So we come the fuck down, we shut the fuck up, and we, we make it through the trip. And we all glad we did, we all glad we went. Um. So then, like, I say all that to say, um, at the funeral, I said I wanted my friends there, because I don't want to, I just want to take care of my family, you know? I don't want to perform for nobody. Or feel weird about crying in front of nobody. So we we having a funeral, and um, I think that morning Shayla sent me a picture from an airplane. I said, "Where are you going?" She said, "I'm on the way." I'm like, "Bro, you ain't have to do all that, man." She like, "Ain't no way. Ain't no way I wasn't gonna come." Um, so she came. Um. Dylan was there, but Dylan and Chelsea been friends since they was sure for a long time, since they was kids, bro. So, and then, like, um, my daddy people came. I still hate them bitches. I don't care. I'll be trying to be cordial for my daddy, but I hate them bitches to the bottom of my soul. I, I don't even know if hate the right word, but I just don't fuck with them. Um, so then, in the funeral, they, uh, they asked if anybody want to give a speech. And my and my daddy go up there, and, like, I'm trying to get Brandon to go because it's always just been us three. All our life, it's only been us three. But she she is inconsolable, so I'm like, fuck, now I got to go up here. My daddy started telling some kind of story. He's like, and I and I, I halfway feel bad for Lubo, you know what I'm saying? Because that's, that's my daddy's firstborn son is Lubo, obviously. Call him Lubo because he a junior. Um, And, like, my daddy's like, he t- he talking about he talking about Cass. He like he did everything I asked him to do. He's a beautiful person. He treated his wife right. He treated his kids right. He treated everybody right. And man, I I kind of felt bad for Lebo because he's just sitting there, and I I do think he be feeling some kind of way when it comes to him and like everybody's relationship with Cass and everybody's relationship to him, you know. But then it's my turn, and uh. Mind you, all the people from his job got this funeral home packed out. There's so many white people in this motherfucking man. Oh, my God, it was a lot of white people. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I, I start talking, and I'm like, I just talk, I just talk about how, how much of a man he was and, like, how whether however you met him, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know you, know you were lucky to have him in your life. Then I said some shit like, uh... 
then I then I made a joke about his feet or something because he had terrible feet, and like it's a contest in our in our family, who has like better feet. So I make a joke about his feet, and uh, everybody started laughing at that point. So that that was nice. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I wouldn't like Chelsea. Chelsea had to pick out songs to play at the funeral, and them songs they got me. Um, but after that, after the funeral, shit, life life went on. You know, thank God Marcus and his wife came and stayed at the house for a week. So the kid, the kids still got to feel that my brother type energy. Um, and they love the fuck out there, Uncle Marcus. We try, we try. I'm ship them. I'm gonna ship them niggas down there. Soon as I can, and then, you know, you got to go back to work. You got to go back to living, and life don't stop. And I be trying to, I be trying to do shit. I be trying to do shit like, oh man, how my brother, how my brother want me to do this. But I also remember, like, he 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 fucked with me being me, you know. I remember, um. It was a long period of time where Beyonce kept running away, and she'd be gone for like months at a time. And my mom, my mom would be stressed. She can't eat. She can't sleep. She can't do shit because she don't know where the fuck Beyonce at. And I remember he went and found her one time and brought her home. So I pull up. He like, he like, Brittany, damn, why don't you just beat her up, nigga? Damn, I'll bail you out. I'm like, damn, nigga, shit. I'm out here trying to be a parole officer. You want me to eight times stump the shit out of my little sister? Like, I can't do that. But he he fuck with me for being me. So, like, anytime I think, like, what would Cass do, I, be, I think more, like, what would Cass let me do? Because sometimes he'd he be like, man, you out here trying to be, you out here being a nigga, man. You out here nigga. Other times he'd be like, he, he's, he, like, he, would, he wouldn't see the vision at first. And then he'd be like, man, I fuck with it. You know, same thing with the podcast. That's the whole reason I'm here today is, like, I plan on bringing it back. He was like, yeah, you should do that. And then he make it. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been less than two months. Life is still ticking. Um uh, we started a foundation for him. Um it's called Brands Legacy Foundation. Uh we're hosting an event August twenty eighth, August twenty sixth, eleven to six at Celebration Park in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Um we're gonna have we're gonna have a gaming truck, we're gonna have mouse houses, we're gonna have a pie throwing uh, stand. We're gonna have face painting. We're gonna have burgers, hot dogs, pizza, tacos. We got a taco truck out. Um, we have to wait until the thirty first to get it to see if our event is gonna be approved. And if it is, then August twenty sixth is the date. If it's not approved, then I will come back here and tell y'all before August twenty sixth. Um, <laughs> and that and that's been a good distraction for everybody. Is focusing on this event. And focus on on um, being like starting this starting this non this nonprofit um, 
So that's been really nice and to do things in his honor because that was a special person. I don't think I cried this much in a long time, bro. Um, I cried in front of my sister today because, like, every time we go to his house, Chelsea has another photo of him. And it's like, damn, I keep waiting for his fat ass to walk down the hall, and he ain't coming. And I was telling her, like, The worst part about it is like, the worst part about it is like, if I know anything in life, I know two people didn't want a motherfucking thing from me. This is it. This is excluding like a, like my friends, but like, even that, like I know, like when they text me for advice, I know what they're looking for. When they text me and for conversation, I know what they're looking for. I know how to, like, disarm them and not make them worried about me. I know what to say to get them to ask me a question so I can talk about something. Like, I know I know exactly how to talk to them. I know what they're looking for. But if I know one thing for sure, Cassinetti, they don't want shit from me, bro. That love was unconditional, bro. And now he gone. But we're going to be straight. We're going to be cool. Uh, I really didn't mean to come on here and cry for 40 minutes straight. But as far as the future of the podcast... I don't, I don't want to lie to y'all like I did about a whole lot of shit in the last in the last uh, the last time I put it out. So I'm say for now we're gonna do episodes every two weeks, um, and I'm really gonna be in my bag this 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 time around. You know, I'm I'm really excited about the podcast. I'm really excited to talk about it, like a lot of things, and 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 to be real motherfucking honest, because that's where I'm at now. I'm on my I'm on my this is this is like, this is damn near the best version of me. You feel me? Like, I'm I'm really on my lover girl shit only type vibe. I'm really excited about life. I'm really happy, minus obviously this big gaping hole that's in my life, which is my brother um, being gone. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Thanks, thanks for listening, guys. Um, I am gonna put the trigger warning on this episode so y'all don't. So y'all know what y'all getting yourselves into. Um, but, yeah. Everybody come out to the event. It's going to be a, it's gonna be a fucking blast, bro. This is, this is going to be a fucking production. You feel me? Like, I'm hella excited about this. And, yeah, we're we just going to keep his memory alive. We're going to keep rocking. Um, don't take these tears as, like, um, like, I, like I need y'all up my ass, you know? I don't. I'm a, I'm gonna be cool, you know. Like I said, I ain't cried, I ain't cried this much because I don't talk about it. Cause that's like a, a that's like another thing. It is so weird to know how to talk about it, you know. Like 
talking about it to people who didn't know him personally seems weird because you can't say enough about him. It sounds like you bragging on him, but nah, he was really him. He was really that nigga, man. But it's just weird. I don't know. I always, I always think it's, I feel weird talking about him. Cause I I I don't I don't know how to go about that you know like I've I've lost like people close to me but I was I was still in my super angry in my super angry phase so like none of that shit I was never ever gonna let nobody see that shit affected me in any way other than anger so I would never show that I was hurt I would never show that I was sad I would never show none of that shit no shit like that so like me. Being honest and open with my emotions now, like trying to have that conversation, is just something I haven't been able to do yet. So that's another thing. Like I haven't talked about my brother in this extent, probably since he, probably since shit that he got sick a year and a half ago. So this is most this is the most extensive conversation I had. Like even when me my me my sister and Chelsea are sitting around, like I I don't too much participate in the conversation. You know what I'm saying? Like I let them talk. You know, Chelsea, she can have a conversation about her motherfucking self. She don't even need us. Um, I don't know. That's just like having. And I, I, I told somebody this that yeah, I told somebody that yesterday. Like it's weird to talk about him, and it's not like I'm in denial or no shit like that. Like obviously, I know the nigga gone, bro. But I don't know, man. Again. August 26th, 11 to 6, Celebration Park, Brian's Legacy Foundation is putting on a an event, a benefit. So y'all feel free to come out. And um, thank you to everybody who's already signed up. There is going to be more information that will be shared on, a, on our, Facebook, our Facebook page for Talk That Talk. Um, so make sure you follow the page. I'll post it on my page as well. But if I don't know you, I don't add you. And that's another thing. Stop fucking sending me Facebook requests. I don't motherfucking know y'all. And if I do, if you ain't on there by now, you ain't never going to get on there. My mama sending my request. I don't give a fuck. I'm not adding nobody else to that goddamn page. I don't even want it because I ain't post nothing in a year and a half except about my brother. So every time I get on there, there's some shit about my brother. I need to get the fuck off Facebook anyways. Um, But, yeah, y'all feel free to come out. We appreciate everybody who's already volunteered their time, their efforts, and their talents. It's very much appreciated. And when we throw a big, 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 a big, a big motherfucker next year, oh yeah, we're gonna have to bring the whole town out. We're gonna have to bring the whole. We're gonna bring. We're gonna have to bring everybody out. You know what I'm saying? But it's been a pleasure. And as always, tell a friend to tell a friend, but don't tell my mama. Cause she be like, she be like, you 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 still do your um, you still you still do your uh your blog, mama. Who the fuck got a blog? This ain't the early 2000s. Anyways, I ain't going to hold y'all up much longer, bro. I appreciate y'all listening. I know there was a lot of crying. I know uh, it may be triggering and alarming to some of y'all, but I, I appreciate I appreciate y'all listening, especially all the way to the end. Um, yeah, talk that talk.